You are listening to the Lighter Side Show audio podcast with Jamie Butler, the Everyday Medium, produced by the Lighter Side Network. Visit and subscribe to thelightersidenetwork.com for hundreds of video episodes exploring wholeness living, energy work, trans channeling, and more. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Hi, Lumineers. Welcome to the Lighter Side Show podcast edition. I'm your host, Jamie Butler, the everyday medium, and I am in studio with the Laura Boone. Boom. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, Jamie. James, as I like to call you. Hi. Hi. So today we're going to be talking about embracing the retrograde. Oh, that yes. one's big, right? Yes. Okay, before we dive into this, I do have some housekeeping notes and some wonderful news. You, Miss Laura Boone, are coming to Luma Summit. I am. Yay! I am coming back for more. I was there last year, and I have to tell you guys, it was magical. You know, I was going to come in, do my talk, and leave, and I couldn't leave. That's right, you couldn't. I couldn't leave. I literally, everybody was so mesmerizing, and just the talks were just so... I don't know, magical. I know that sounds kind of corny, but it really was. It was just a great group and all the topics kind of blended together into this great, it was just really wonderful. I encourage everybody to come to this. It's, it it really just sucks you in and it's just love and knowledge and camaraderie and it's a feel good, feel good weekend. Yeah, feel good weekend. You feel refreshed when you leave. You feel ready to go. I love that. That happens October 19th through the 21st. So flip open your calendars, open your phone, check out if you're available. Come by. It's here in Atlanta, Georgia at the Center for Love and Light. Tickets are on sale now at jamiebutlermedium.com. While you're there, sign up for the newsletter. We don't spam you. We send out a newsletter once a week. has a little article, and it also has all the classes, workshops, and events where we're traveling and where we're headed. We keep it very organized. Actually, Colleen keeps it very organized. Let's take a moment and pause and just applaud for Colleen. Yay, Yay Colleen's wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) I just want to say too, Jamie, the thing I loved about the summit was that it really, you're not trying to make it into this huge crowd event. It is intimate, but it's not too intimate. um, And you get to really talk to all the speakers, get to know us, ask the questions, be involved in it. So it's... It's just a really good um, social gathering as well. Yeah, it's quite I like the size. Yeah, it's important for me to keep it small. Mm -hmm. So we're selling probably 30 tickets, you know. Mm -hmm. So if this resonates with you and you want to get into a community where it's more small, you can ask a question. You can hang out with us after. This is the event. But the other exciting thing you told me just about now is that your pop-up table is going to be at Luma Summit with all of your crystal adoptions available. Yes. Those of you who follow the network um, know that I'm the host of The Real Ethereal Show, and I have lots of um, things that I study, including astrology and Enneagram. Mm -hmm. But crystals was a big topic for me. And my lovely sister, Jenny, who's also a crystal expert, came on the network, which you, sh- you ought to catch those shows on the network because we really are trying to teach people and get people as obsessed as we are and help people have crystals be a part of their life. But anyway, we've started crystal adoptions. I love the idea. Based on requests, right? So we just have these gorgeous um, pop-up shows that are 
our favorite things that we're trying to help find the right home for. And so we're going to do a really beautiful display mm-hmm. of special crystals at the Luma Summit that I got, are dear so to our heart. I got excited about it. I offered you the studio here at the Lighter Side Network because we're located in the same building, the studio and the Center for Love and Light. And I thought, my God, you could just set up in here and then people can come see the studio at the same time. I thought that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's like a little ground zero of love and light over here off <laughs> Zona Light. It really is becoming this little village. It is. It's great energy. Okay, I don't want to delay anymore because this is something I want to know. Okay. Embracing the retrograde. Now, I will start off, Miss Laura Boone. You know, I can only say your name in full, Laura (laughs) Boone. When you mention retrograde to me, because of what other people have taught me, because I don't know much about astrology, but when I hear retrograde, it's like, oh, you can't do anything. You have to freeze. There's a little kid show. You go, freeze, Bobo. And it's where you get your kids to like to stay still when you need to get something done. So in my life, I hear somebody say that. And I'm like, well, I can't, I can't stop. I can't not be me. How in the world, what do you do when this comes up? Well, first of all, what is retrograde, right? Yes. And what is it? Most people have heard about mercury in retrograde, which happens two to three times a year lasts for a couple of weeks and, you know, it gets all over social media and all the funny memes and, you know, it's like doomsday and you can't do this, you can't do that. And I actually did a whole show on Mercury and retrograde um, on the real ethereal. But, you know, what is retrograde? First of all, all the planets go into retrograde, not just Mercury. Okay. So all the planets do it. And it actually is just an illusion. Planets never really go backwards. They always go forwards. But retrograde um, was, quote unquote, discovered or they first started, astrologers first started talking about it, you know, hundreds of years ago when they were looking at the sky through telescopes. And as you know, all the planets are different sizes and at different um, orbital links, paths. orbital paths and, and um, links or, you know, space between each other. So, you know, Pluto's you know, really far away and Mercury's really close to the sun and the earth's in the middle. Okay. So what happens is visually, if you're on the earth and you're looking at these planets, it looks like sometimes, um, a planet will go ahead of another planet. So the planet almost looks like it's dragging or going backwards. Oh. You know how that happens when you're in a car, you know, when somebody, when you're sitting still and it feels like you're going backwards yes. visually, but oh you're not. Oh my God, I know exactly what you're talking about. That is a great comparison. Right? Yeah. That, and it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. It, you lose your bearings. It's a, it's a optical illusion. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what retrograde is with planets. And so it, that action in and of itself affects the energy? Yes. So, so essentially, again, it's, you know, astrology is, it's the study of how, all these beautiful systems in nature, I think it's beyond the planets, but nature relate to one another. You know, everything's like this big web, it's all connected. So, or like a mobile, if you will, like a mobile is a better example for the solar system. So when something has an energy release or moves, it's affecting, they're all related. They're all they're all energetically talking to one another. Oh, Lumineers, I wish you could see Laura Boone right now. She's got <laughs> My hands, hands up in the air. Her fingers are twinkling like she's puppeteering the, the solar system in front of our very eyes. Yes. So 
all planets go into retrograde. And really, you know, I don't believe retrograde is doom and gloom. And I don't believe it's a negative thing. I think it's a choice if you want to look at it that way. And I believe that we have a choice. And we if we we can set intention and have the power to set intention around all the influences in our life, right? That happens not just in astrology. I believe that with everything in a relationship or with your job, or if you have an injury, or if you have something great happened to you, what, what are you bringing to it? What perspective are you bringing to it? What energy and intention are you putting on that event? Because I believe that everything that happens to us has some intelligence around it. I believe that, you know, we're a part of what's happening to us. If you believe in that kind of higher soul stuff, that's a whole nother show. Um, So we're all a part of this beautiful system. So is it wrong or bad when something goes retrograde? Because I just, I don't, I don't believe that. And I think retrograde is a time for us to not stop in our tracks, Hmm. what we're doing. And, you know, like a turtle, go back in our shell and put our hands over our head until the storm passes. Like hide. That's what most people really view retrogrades as. And, and they, you know what they do? We talk about this in metaphysics all the time. They put fear on it. I was just about to say, do you think that is put on there? Because yes. we react to that very well. And when people see, oh, you're reacting to my words, I'm going to make it bigger than what it really is. It's terrifying for retrograde. And then everybody starts to develop a belief system around it. Correct. And so everybody puts this energy on it. And I believe retrogrades are, first of all, just the, the study of retrogrades and astrology over the years is that it, it's supposed to dim the energy of a planet or slow it down, if you will. And for me, it's about pausing um, and not everything's stopping, but it's a time to really reevaluate your relationship with that energy um, or that part of your life and try to clean it up before you move forward. You know, it's, it's almost like if you're hiking up a mountain <laughs> and, you know, you need to bivouac, right? It's, you're not stopping your hike. You're stopping and you're pulling out your map And you're going, are we on the right trail? Do I need to hydrate? Do I have the right resources? Am I, am I going at the right speed? Am I going too fast? You know, what if you have an injury or you have some sort of challenges? Am I, am I incorporating my challenges into this hike in the right way? So do you see what I'm saying? That's a retrograde. That's not stopping your hike. It's about reinforcing what you're doing and how your relationship with that energy. It's the universe's way of saying check in. Check in. So when different planets go into retrograde, are there different kinds of Mm check-ins or different vibrational check-ins? For real? Exactly. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about today, Jamie. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So... Again, everybody knows Mercury and retrograde, and I'm not even going to spend a lot of time on that today because so many people talk about that. And go listen to my show because I talk about how to turn that into a positive deal. But right now in particular, mm-hmm. and we are end of August 2018, um, there are four very major planets that are all in retrograde. Together? At the same time. Yep. So Saturn... All the outer planets, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. The only outer planet that's not is Jupiter, which I think is really kind of 
interesting because Jupiter is the planet, it's the God planet and it's the planet of um, abundance and bounty and no scarcity, right? So that's in full force. And then we've got these other planets in retrograde. So your question, Jamie, was can it, can the energy be different? Yes. Mm -hmm. So my gosh, four at once. I was going to say what happens when there's more than one planet. An astrology column that's, I'm not trying to keep plugging my stuff, but I do. I write an astrology it's column really every good. month. It's on my face, the Real Ethereal Show Facebook page, and it's posted on my website, lauraboon.org. But anyway, I've been talking about this for the last couple of months. It's a huge time for every single person to stop in many areas of our lives and take inventory. What do you need to get rid of? Hmm. What do you know you need to change that you've been putting off? You know, it's almost like today's the first day of the rest of my life. Like I've got to stop for a second and go, where am I coming from and where am I going? Am I headed towards my goals? And it's in many areas of our lives. So guys, you know, we can't do everything all at once, but pick one. I'm going to give you the four. I'm going to give you a little snapshot. Pick one, guys. Saturn. Well, go, go ahead. I was going to say that what you just mentioned about today's the first day of the rest of your life. Like, what do I got to change and what do I got to let go of? To I'm get where going, you, to get, to achieve your dreams. I'm going through that big time right now. And I didn't even relate it as like to the stars or nothing. I just said, I must be in a bitch mode because I don't, I use the term lightly because, you know, everybody calls an assertive, concentrated force of nature and a woman, the characteristic of being a bitch but it's like I woke up one day and I was like all right I don't need this anymore gotta let that go this has to change right now and I'm doing more than I've ever done in my life I feel like I'm just like in the past I would be burned out hardcore I'm still going I don't mm -hmm. know what's happening because the universe well first of all whether you study astrology or not you're going to be involved in this and what I love about astrology why it's useful is it just helps you get more focused and conscious and it validates, right? What yeah, you're that's doing. Freaky. Validates. That lines up. Validates. So I'm sure a lot of listeners are going through that right now because it's happening to all of us. And these are big planets. These planets happen to us. It's not a choice whether we want to deal with these or not. They happen to us. So I, I like astrology because it helps me and the people I work with swim downstream. They let the current take them. And they stop trying to go the wrong direction and they're exhausted. It's like, you know, actually you can let go of that branch and just go, go. and it'll take you. <laughs> so it's time to release things. So let, let the universe right, is man. making you, it's happy. So let's talk about yeah. the four things real quick. They're okay. buckets in life that we need to evaluate and it's okay and or it's time to let it go. Saturn. Um, Saturn's about discipline and it's about, it's about stuff. It's about living beyond your means. It's about, it's, it's about time to be in a, within a budget. It's about what do I really need physically? Do I really need this big house? Do I really need to buy that outfit that's really expensive? Do I really need to, um, to have this fancy car? Whatever. It's, it's a lot about stuff. Um, it could be about a business. Do mm -hmm. I really need to continue this project? Is it really working? Is it not? What's super important? I need to pare down my life. It's also about your body, about physically. Do I need to lose weight? Do I need to get into that exercise program? Saturn asks us to be in discipline. 
and delaying of gratification and responsibility so that we have a better platform to get what we want. So that's what Saturn does. Does it do the same thing when it's in retrograde? So retrograde, in my opinion, is when, you know, we, we need to look where Saturn is in our life, in our chart all the time, because whatever house it's in, that's what we need to be, quote unquote, cleaning up, right? But when Saturn goes retrograde, it's a lot about stopping and reflecting on what you need to do. It's a great time to come up with a budget or a plan. It's thinking, reevaluating your goals. Retrograde is a time of reflection and saying, how am I, what's my relationship with discipline in my life? So that's the point where you check in. Yes. That would be the topics you would be checking in with. Correct. When Saturn's in retrograde. And then when Saturn comes out of retrograde, is it's it time this? to get busy? Really? That's what to I was going to ask you. It's time to get to work. Okay. It's time to get to work. Let's move on because I've got, I can't, I mean, again, this is crazy. We could talk all day about Saturn and retrograde, but we've got Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Uranus is in retrograde. That's different. Uranus is the energy of um, technology. It's the energy of um, new invention. It's the energy of, it's the energy of our differences. It's the energy of diversity. It's the energy of what's next in the world and our future. So God, love Uranus is in retrograde, even right before these elections. You know, Uranus is about the world. It's about the universe. It's big. It's a big perspective. So Uranus is telling us in retrograde. And by the way, it's in Taurus, which is a very much of a get to work sign. So retrograde means everybody really reflecting. And I think it makes sense here. We've got elections coming up. What do we want as a society? What's mm. important to us? Do we want to be inclusive? Do we want to be inclusive? Yes. With other religions, other Please. nations, other, I mean, Uranus is really asking us to stop for a second and think about how we're a global citizen. So what, so what does this mean to you individually? How are you participating in that in your family, in your home on a micro level? And how can your micro level affect the macro? So Uranus is asking us to really stop and think about these things. And then when, and again, I don't have the dates when they go out of retrograde, but then, you know, you get, you get busy and Uranus <laughs> brings surprise to us. So Uranus is the, um, the great equalizer. And I mean that it can be pleasant or unpleasant. Mm. Uranus is winning the lottery ticket. Uranus is the tsunami leveling a town and the whole thing has to be rebuilt or Maria hitting Puerto Rico. That's Uranus energy. Okay. All right. Neptune retrograde. Neptune is the planet of creativity and spirituality and intuition and connecting. Ooh. Right? So that's retrograde. This one is a little interesting to me because Neptune rules emotions. So when Neptune's in retrograde, it really could put a blanket of, if you're not really conscious, could put a blanket of some sadness or depression or malaise on everyone. You got to watch when we're in Neptune retrograde that you don't get despondent, that you don't get into the negativity. You're, we're all mm. kind of being, you know, 
you know, swept up in these, you know, groups, you know, the, the division that's in this country. The, and I'm not talking about what people are debating about. I'm talking about the energy of opposition, right? The energy of contention. So Neptune is going to make us all stop and it's time to check in. What am I getting swept away in emotionally? Hmm. Where are my emotions? Because your emotional energy is super important. So it's, it's asking us to please pause. Some people can kind of slip into depression when they kind of slow down and everything feels kind of stagnant. Well, yeah. feels like you're not going anywhere with it. It's all kind of universes inside of your head, not in your hands. And there's a hopeless feeling. It's like everything feels like, oh, it's so emotional and oh, I'm so small and oh, I just, I'm tired and da, da, da. So how do we turn that energy? Because it's not, again, I want to get out of thinking these things are bad. Neptune in retrograde is a time where you need to, first of all, listen to what I'm saying and be conscious and say, you know what, I'm not going to let, I have a choice. This energy does not have to pull me under. This is a time for me to meditate more, pray more, get by myself, Mm -hmm. focus on that emotion get conscious of what are the thoughts that I'm allowing in my head what are the what are the emotions that I'm sitting with you know that we can control it helps us focus on that that's what again right we're stepping back and we're focusing on what am I allowing myself and choosing myself to be swept up in that's really amazing I wonder if therapists see more clients during this Neptune retrograde than any other time of the year. I guarantee it. That would be a really cool <laughs> like piece of research to have. I guarantee it, Jamie. Um, okay, so last one, Pluto. The little guy. Wow. Pluto is still a planet, right? It got kicked out. Well, it's back in. It's- yeah, it's a planet. It's... Um, I don't know, they, they call it a dwarf planet. I don't know what they call it, a dwarf planet mm-hmm. or something. But um, astrologically, and just with my research of having been doing readings for people astrologically for years, like hundreds of people, Pluto is super powerful. It's super powerful. And it's it's the life, death, life planet. So, and the, yeah, and it is the... It's I just the, slow down and do that in my head. Life, death, Life planet. Yeah, it's the energy that underlies birth and death. It's the creation energy, right? It's crazy big. Um, So, yeah, I've done shows on Pluto. I could talk about Pluto. It's, It's amazing. So life, death, life. Let's think about that for a minute. It's the planet of regeneration. Mm -hmm. It's the planet of healing, like the magic of healing. Like how do scabs form on our body? How, how does our body heal? It's magical. Doctors cannot tell you that. They can tell you what is happening when you heal, but they can't tell you the energy that is pushing that to happen. Wow. That's Pluto energy. That's what astrology labels Pluto energy. So Pluto in retrograde. Wow. Things are dying. Things are dying. Um, and that's good. And like, let's not judge, right? Yeah. There's a season for death. So there are huge systems of thinking that are dying. I'm excited about some of these things that are dying. 
You know, it's it's a huge time and people are upset. They're mourning. They're scared. Right. Um, that things are dying. Um, so it's a time really of winter in some ways um, in terms of um, civil civilization, structures and civilization. Um, the planet, I hate to tell you, know, things get destroyed. Um, I think some of it is man-made. I think some of it is, um, is really spiritual and necessary for our humanity. So I know these are big topics, you guys, but that's what this is. These are big retrogrades. So it's really time to, I, I mean, I love to really pray and sit there and think when I met, like I'll meditate on these different retrogrades. Maybe once a week, I'll pick one and how do we align with winter? It's a time of rest. It's a time of letting go, letting go of structures that maybe we really loved Mm -hmm. religious structures. It's big stuff like that because, but here's, I know it sounds like a downer. Everything's dying. I said, life, death, life. I noticed. (laughs) So, you know, Pluto brings the birth as well. So there are a lot of things dying right now to make room for a lot of beautiful, amazing things that are miracles that are going to be born. So new ways of thinking, new ways to run our civilization, new ways to be in relationship with our planet. So I just try to align with these big energies that I'm a part of because I'm going to die and I was born, right? I'm a part of these energies. So I just try to align and pray and try to be a part of the solution with what is naturally happening to us. So when these four planets are going into retrograde together, are you personally picking them individually and looking at their attributes or do they create entirely new attributes when they're paired together or quadruply paired together? I love that. That's a great question, Jamie. Um, I think they are all coming together. I think this is, what's that? I love that word cacophony. Wow. <laughs> it's like a cacophony happening right now. It's big, you guys. I try to dissect it because it's so much to think about at one time. I pick one at a time, but you're right, Jamie. It's all, this is amazing for this all to be happening at once. I think it's, um. I think it's a big spiritual moment for humanity that this is happening right now. That's why I wanted to talk about this on the show. (laughs) It's time to really have more mindfulness, right? Choose mindfulness and consciousness about all these different areas of our lives. When we choose the mindfulness behind this, though, when when we start to look at it, I liked how you mentioned that it affects you on many different levels. It's the you mm-hmm. yourself. It's yep. you and your environment. It's your environment. It's your planet. It's, you know, it's all layers around you. So when mind, body, soul, mind, body, emotion, soul, I like it. Mm-hmm. I, when I yep. listen to you speak, I'm now trying to translate that into a much bigger presence. And it makes me very quiet. Yes. <laughs> First of all, good. It makes me very quiet. Then it's like, getting to you because it's huge, Jamie. 
it is well how often do four planets go into retrograde together is this a common thing do we find this every year because no, they have the same pattern we don't and i i can't give you the data as to actually the statistics of it but no absolutely not it does not happen every year now the smaller planets which are mercury mars venus um they all go retrograde during the year. But you know, they're smaller. See, they're whipping around faster. Right. So there's a retrograde every year of one of those at one time or another. Like I said, Mercury's three times a year because it's a really short orbit. So um, no, this doesn't. No, in fact, this is very rare. And the other thing that makes this individual to this time, and you know, I'm going to talk about generational transits at the Luma Summit. Nice. But all of these planets are in a position in the sky that puts them in a sign. And that could happen every, you know, depending on the planet, every 50 years, every 200 years, every, depending on the planet, right? So this moment right now is, it will never happen just like this again. Wow. My so how mindful are we going to be about this? Unblown. So it's about getting on your surfboard and writing this, being conscious of it, saying, I'm going to be a part of this. I'm going to be a part of aligning with this power and not be unconscious about it or fighting against it or ignoring it. But I'm going to just try to be more mindful about these topics in my life. And the way that you're doing it personally, you mentioned prayer, meditation, picking one at a time. It's a lot for me to... I mean, and to hear you say that, I mean, God, my goodness. I know, I'm just for me to sit spitting down. out all this stuff. It's all big topics, ramp, bam, 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 right? Right. Big topics. So, yeah, I just take a bite out of the elephant, right? One bite at a time. I just, I, I really do. Like, I'll pick, I, I like to do this, pick Saturn for the week. Oh, for the whole week? Yeah. So, okay, that makes it more digestible. I've got some time to kind of bite it off. Yeah. So even you guys, if you write down what I said, you can write down those key words. You know, it's about discipline. It's about my physical body. It's about my relationship to things. I mean, those are three things you can meditate on all week. That's excellent. Right. Do you blog about this? Will I, you be? Do you yes. think you'll be keeping it up? Or? I have. Um, I actually have. On my blog at laurabean.org, I've got a couple of essays I wrote on major transits. Now, there, I'm not talking about retrograde, but what I am talking about is um, you can really look at what each of these planets represent in your life and the relationship it has to you in your life. So you can incorporate that kind of healing and energy into your life. It's already on my blog at laurabean.org on my essays. Mm -hmm. This it's a lot to take in. And embracing <laughs> the retrograde has definitely now given me a different viewpoint on retrograde. When it happens and shows up, I'm not going to be so freaky deaky. And when other people are telling me, "Oh, it's retrograde. That's why it's wrong." When it's retrograde, that's why it's going bad. It's bad. Like, it's negative. On. It's wrong. It's yeah. scary. I'm afraid. So I'll just smile, wave at them, and I go. Actually, I'm embracing it. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that home. What you put on the table today, my friend. Miss Laura Boone. Aww. And then um, I wanted to mention to Lumineers before we take off, when you're at Luma Summit, you are having 
a table for crystal adoptions. Yes. But you have started a little joint journey with your sister, Jenny. I have. You have these little episodes crystal on sisters. your Real Ethereal called Crystal Sisters. And now you have on Instagram, you have the um, JL Crystal Sisters with an S. And you take pictures of the crystals for crystal adoption. <laughs> And like you, you, we're an adoption agency for crystals. I love it so much. <laughs> and you mentioned before, like we're just trying to find the right home for this crystal. I'm like, oh yes, of course you are. Yeah, go to inst- guys. Go to my Instagram at JL Crystal Sisters, and that is where we're going to be announcing our trunk shows, our adoption shows, because we're going to have several in Atlanta. So it's really it's super exciting, and I love Jenny. Jenny's really fun. <laughs> You guys are great together. <laughs> I love the way you oh, I just I love the way you guys blend Thank and you. talk about the crystals. I can see it now on the um what is the the oh my god, I can't remember now. <laughs> it was the show where you do the on TV and you sell the wares. Oh, QVC. <laughs> I can see you on QVC. I don't mm, yeah. This crystal is yeah, up for adoption. We're gonna bring some consciousness down there to QVC. I love it. We're going to turn that place over. Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to mention, Jamie. Um, I haven't set dates yet, but as you know, and I've talked to Corey Dobbins about it. Yes. The, thank you. Thank at you. At the um, Center for Love and Light Institute, um, I'm going to start having an astrology discussion group. So, yeah, if you liked this talk today, I'm going to start. What I'm going to do is have groups in. Yeah. And we're going to put charts up on the wall. And we're going to talk about astrology and what's going on. You're going to do it monthly? I think monthly is my goal. At the Center for Love and Light. Yeah. And there's the potential of doing the live stream. So even if you don't live here in Atlanta and you can't make it each month, you can sign in to learn it live and be a part of the live streaming class. Fun. I can't wait. I really can't wait for that. I'm showing up. I'm there. (laughs) I want to know more about this. I mentioned before the mics were even on, I was like, oh my God, when Lauren Boone opens her mouth, (laughs) she could say anything. She can sing me, row, row, row the boat. And I'd be like, oh my God, I never knew the lyrics were that impactful and powerful. Just open your mouth, Lauren Boone. It's just so great. You're too kind. (laughs) No, it's my Well, I'm kind of a nerd. I mean, I'm a geek about all this stuff. You know, I'm glad you give me a space for all this information. I can spit it out. <laughs> it just sits inside me. Well, I'm very, thank you for showing up today. And oh, thank you thank for bringing you for having Sunny. Me. Yeah, my puppy's here. Yeah, your little sidekick. <laughs> Hi, Sunny. <laughs> so no, thank quiet. you for having me. I love your show. You're welcome. Lumineers, thank you for being here. Thank you for lending us your ear and your attention. And remember, above everything, it's not woo-woo. It's true, true. true. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.